Hi everyone, welcome to Take 10 for Torah number 816. I hope you all are well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, or sponsorships, please email me at Rabbi Ismach at Take10FortorahOrg. As I hope you are enjoying your Hanukkah, there's one particular issue which comes up in Hilchos Hanukkah that is very unique to the laws of Hanukkah that doesn't appear with any other halacha. So the Gemara tells us, on Shabbos Tafchav Kimel Amar Aleph Amar Rabbi Chiyah Barashi Amar Rav Hamadlik Neishal Chanukat Tzarech Levarech, one who lights the Chanukah Menorah has to make a bracha. But Rav Yirmiyah Amar Rav Yirmiyah says even Haroah Neishal Chanukat Tzarech Levarech. He says that not only one who actually lights the menorah, but even one who sees a lit menorah needs to make a bracha. So Rav Yehuda continues. He says on the first night the Roah Mevarech Shtayim, a person who sees it only makes two blessings. Umadlik Mevarech Shalosh. And the person who's lighting it makes three blessings. Mikan ve'elach, from then on, after the first night, madlik mevarech shayim, v'roi mevarech achas. The person who's lighting it makes two brachos every single night, and the person who sees it only makes one bracha each night. So what's going on? So of course, the person who's lighting it makes three brachos on the first night. One bracha is the bracha lahadlik ne'er, the bracha on doing the mitzvah, performing the mitzvah, and lighting the menorah. The second bracha that you make is Sha'as Nisim, which describes the miracle occurred. And the third bracha, specific to the first night, of course, is the bracha of Shehechiyonu. As an aside, if for some reason you didn't light on the first night, then you would make the Shehechiyonu on the second night, or the third night, whatever it is, until you finally lit uh, for the very first time. But generally, we assume that the Shehechiyonu is only going to be made on the first night. And so, the Rohaner Hanukkah, one who sees it, then only makes the bracha of Sha'asanisim, the miracle bracha, not the lighting bracha, because they're not lighting, they're just seeing it. And so the Gemara seems to describe, again, when I'm walking down the street and I see a menorah in the window, I make a bracha. Not only if I light it. So who's this talking about? So Rashi says that this is specifically ha'over b'shuk v'roah be'echad ha'chatziros dolek. I'm walking down the street and I see a menorah in somebody's window. Pretty common occurrence. This bracha is not required, it was not created it's only referring to somebody who has not yet lit. That person would go and make the bracha. But had you lit, you would never make this birchos haroe, the bracha of seeing the lights. Now, I just wanted to point out that this is very odd, right? We don't have a bracha when I see somebody taking a lulav. We don't have a bracha when I see somebody affixing a mezuzah to a door. We don't have any of that. And this is something which is very unique. So let's first figure out the details of when it applies and then try to understand what it's all about. The Beis Yosef and Simon Tafreshayin Vav quotes this Rashi, and he quotes the Ran, and the Ran has a few more words. He says that this bracha is made for somebody who's lamish lohidlik, somebody who ha- has not lit, and velohidliko alav besoch beso, somebody who has not had anybody else light on their behalf, they ain't no asid lahadlik, and who in the future that night will not be lighting. So he expands this idea. He says that this notion of haroa, a person making a bracha just because they see a menorah, is actually limited to somebody, an unfortunate person, who has nobody at home to light for them, who is not going to any home for, to light on their own behalf, and all they have is seeing somebody else's menorah in a window. And so when that situation occurs and they do see that menorah, they make the bracha of They don't make the bracha of lahadlik because they didn't light it, but what the Beis Yosef has effectively done is he's limited it to a situation where it hopefully won't apply to most people. The Shulchan Aruch says this halacha, the Shulchan Aruch says 
One who is not going to light, one who has not lit, or one who is not going to light that night, and and nobody is going to light on their behalf. We know that if, let's say, there's a husband and a wife, both of them could do it for each other. And so if a husband's not going to get back till really late till nobody's home and the wife would like to light on time in the beginning of the evening, the wife can just as well light on the husband's behalf as vice versa. So you can have a very common situation where a person lights um, on somebody else's behalf. So if you're walking around and somebody else is lighting on your behalf and you haven't actually done the mitzvah, you also wouldn't make the bracha of haroah. But when you are not that person, when you are alone and nobody has done it for you and you have nobody to do it, then you make this bracha of haroah. The Mishnah Brua there says that there are actually poskim who disagree. Even if you know that there are people who are lighting on your behalf, in that situation, he quotes a machlokas. Uh, this is the sheet of the Gaonim. They hold that if if I will be doing the lighting, I wouldn't make the bracha that's created for this person who sees. But if I'm not the one who's doing the lighting, but instead somebody else is doing it for me, I at no point will be making any bracha that night, the Gaonim disagree with this opinion, and therefore they hold a person can go and make this bracha. Realistically, the reason that nobody's probably ever heard of this, we don't paskin like this opinion, and although the Mishnah Baruch does bring it, and it seems, uh, he says, We generally are lenient when it comes to brachos. So that's the halachic element. We probably are not going to be ever making this bracha, but the question I wanted to deal with is why in the world uh, would this have been created? Tosos and Masechus Sukkadaf, and Vavamadalaf actually deals with this. He says, We only have this by Chanukah, and we don't have this any other time because he says, Mishum Chavivos Hanes. Everybody loves the miracle of Chanukah. Not only that, but because we love it, we really would just want to participate when we see it on the windows outside. We're so excited. It's amazing. We make this bracha. And then he says, There are a lot of people who don't have houses. And if there are a lot of people who don't have houses, and they can't fulfill the mitzvah in the classic way, because as we once explained, it's near Yeshu Beso. It's a very home-based mitzvah. If you have a lot of people who don't have houses, I'm not sure where they are, because that really means that they have nowhere to live. But Tosa says there are people who don't have houses and they want to do this mitzvah. The only way they can partake is by making the bracha of haroah, the bracha on seeing somebody else's candles, making the Sha'as and Isan. So because of that, they don't have the opportunity to do the mitzvah. So because of that cost, this is established and they can do that. Tosas doesn't like it. He says, because like, what about mezuzah, right? There are a lot of people who don't have houses. So you're going to make a bracha for all the people who see mezuzahs in other people's houses. And therefore they're going to make a bracha because they saw a mezuzah. That doesn't make so much sense. So Tosas prefers the answer that Hanukkah is beloved. And that's why it's included. And he finally, he gives another answer. He says like, we're not going to create a new bracha for this. We happen to have a bracha that's readily available to be said, that makes sense to be said by a passerby, the bracha of Sha'as Anisim. That's why we have this bracha. But otherwise, we're not going to go and create a bracha for the purposes of a passerby. It's inappropriate to make the bracha of Leishev Basukkah if I'm not actually dwelling in the sukkah. To see a sukkah is wonderful, it's beautiful, but there is no bracha established. There are very few times that we make the Sha'as Anisim bracha, right? We make it by Mikra Megillah. There, the Sefer Apardes brings this up. He says, eh, Megillah's not a question because there you assume people were there, people were there at the beginning. You're not just passing by. A person probably had the experience to be able to hear the bracha 
as well. There are other reasons that are given for why Hanukkah is so special and why Hanukkah is so different. Like we said so far, um, not everybody has a house, like Toso says, or there is no bracha to be made. This Vas Emes gives another answer. He says that fundamentally the idea of Hanukkah was Ner Yishu Beso, that in its core it's supposed to be a household mitzvah. So somebody would be doing the lighting and the rest of them would be doing the observing. So because observing these lights was always part of what this mitzvah was all about, Berchus Haroa, people who are just going to observe the lights, again, not the ones in the house, because they don't have to, only one person had to make all the berchus on their behalf, there was an element of observation, that people are supposed to be seeing this, and if they can't partake in the mitzvah of doing it, so at least they can, as outsiders, see it and make that bracha of Sha'asanisa. I wanted to speak about this idea that Tosos mentions, that mitzvahs Hanukkah are very special. The Rambam says, mitzvahs near Hanukkah, mitzvah chaviva hi ad ma'od. Mitzvah of near Hanukkah is very special. It's very beloved to people. There's no question that this is true. This is the most observed mitzvah, the most observed ritual throughout the entire Jewish spectrum. Almost everybody likes Hanukkah lights. It might be attributed because the holiday season, people like to pick their holiday even if they don't have the other one. They have this one. Maybe that's the reason. But there's something very special about it. The Rambam discusses the specialness of the mitzvah. He says, Mitzvah chaviva hi ad ma'od, and in Hilchos Megillah Uchanukah Perak Dalet Halacha Yedbeis, he says it's very, very beloved, and a person has to be very careful. Why? Because lahodia hanes, to make the nes known, ulahosef b'shevach hakel v'hodaya lo, and to offer praise and thanksgiving, and hakarasatov, and gratitude for the miracle sha'asalanu, and even if I'm being supported from tzedakah, I have no money. I should borrow or I should sell my clothing in order to be able to afford the candles to light a menorah. He says the famous uh, uh, consideration, let's say I have Hanukkah versus Kiddush on Shabbos. I only have enough money for one of them. What should I choose? He says Hanukkah because pursuing Nisa is more important. Have a Freilichen Hanukkah.